Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, DJ Dangerous, And it is your boy, DJ Big Bopper. And we're here with another episode of Wave of the Planet. That's right, that's right. How did your week going so far, Sade? Um, Last week, last Tuesday, I was so stressed, I had a breakdown, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, like, couldn't handle anything. And I was like, you know what? No, I have this to do, I need to do this, and I need to do this. And so I was like, I stayed at school until I finished it. I went home, I ate dinner, I took a bath, mm-hmm. I read a book. I felt so much better, and I was like, okay, so that's going to be, like, my either Tuesday or Wednesday routine, because Wednesdays, I'm, like, done with class by, like, 12. So, yesterday was Tuesday, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh, another Tuesday. Don't want this to be a bad day, but whatever. It's going to be okay. So, I'm, like, I'm supposed to graduate next semester, right? This is, like, like on track-wise, like, this is my, oh, (laughs) this is my um, fourth year. I'm in my seventh semester. Um, and so I hadn't applied for graduation yet because I don't like surprises and I'm like, I'm not just going to blindly do it. Like I already registered for class, but I wanted to get advised Mm -hmm. uh, to make sure I was registered for the right things. And then to make sure that I would graduate next semester. And when I registered, there was a class that I wasn't able to get. And so I was like, what do I do? Because I don't want to stay. They didn't allow you to override into it? Well, it it wasn't there. It just wasn't there for me to register for. So I emailed my advisor and I was like, hey, I registered for class. Um, I'm applying for graduation this semester, like within the next week. I just need to know like what I need to do about this class because I could graduate. I could walk and then take a class in the summer, but I don't want to have to do that. You know, yeah, I want to be done. I'm already starting to like make plans and like applying for jobs and stuff like that. So he emails me and tells me, well, that class is only pretty much only available um, in the fall. It wasn't available for the spring. Hmm. And um, I have like 133 hours. He was like, you're over your 45 for whatever. He's like, I'm just going to waive that class for you. Congratulations on your upcoming graduation. Awesome. So yesterday was a bomb day. Congratulations. Um, I had a good weekend. I cleaned. My apartment was spotless. Is it like that today? (laughs) Probably not. But uh, I'll probably do some more cleaning later on today. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty long week. How, how about you, Bob? Um, okay. So we had, so we had the time change come, I believe it was it Saturday or Sunday. It was, uh, so, so it happened Sunday at like two. So instead of your clock going Sunday morning, going from one to two, it goes from one fifty nine to one o'clock again. Yeah. All the, uh. All the uh, people working at, like, the night shifts at Jack in the Box and Taco Bell were like, what? For real. Because they close it, too. And so they're like, for real? They're like, please? Please let me go home? That just means that Taco Bell was open for another hour. That's true, that. And uh, so I had set – all the clocks in my house aren't set anyway. So, like, the only thing I have is my phone. So that's what I had it set on. And um, I I got a call from my coworker at 7 in the morning. And he was talking to me <clears throat> like he was at the studio. And so I thought he was doing morning edition. I thought because he, he was asking me all kinds of different questions. So I thought he was doing morning edition. And my roommate who had work at seven didn't wasn't going in yet. So I was just like really thrown off for a loop. And I was like, oh, maybe my phone didn't just adjust right. <clears throat> so I set it back an hour. 
I think. Yeah. So, um, she, she ended up having to, my, one of my roommates ended up having to go in at eight instead of seven. So it kind of threw me off. So I'm just doing my normal morning routine, thinking everything's good. Uh, did a load of laundry and I get a Snapchat. Where are you? I'm, I look at my phone. I was like, it's eight thirty six. <laughs> I don't, what are you talking about? And then it dawned on me when I saw my computer's time and I was like, oh my Lord. So I ended up being late for the first, for Monday and, but my Monday got a lot better. Um, after I done with that, I went to my government class and I was just like, I walk in and I was really confused because it's our breakout class. So we're, we're broke up into groups. So I walk in there and everybody has like scantrons. I'm like super confused. I go to sit down and I'm, and then it dawns on me. There's a test today. And I was like, Oh no. So I like, I had a like 10 second heart attack, like freaking out. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm exempt from this test. And I walked out. And that has been how my week has been so far. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. There's nothing like walking into something, feeling unprepared and being like, oh, I don't have to do this. I wasn't just unprepared. It was total blindside. <laughs> like, I was like, I purposely do enough in this class because um, to get exempt. So I don't really like study the material. I just study to do the quizzes. So I, I, if I really took that test right now, I probably wouldn't – I don't think I'd do too well because that's why I make sure to do everything else so I don't have to take those tests. So. I feel that. I feel that. Um, songs of the week. Last <laughs> week, so we're just like rebounding from last week because last week was like Halloween-themed and all of this. But like, okay, I'm going to say it once and that's it. I promise. Just once. People are saying that you can't skip right into Christmas. And I don't think that's what's happening. I think the reason, and Bob already knows, the reason that people go from Halloween to Christmas is because there's no Thanksgiving music, movies, playlists, anything. Okay? There are plenty of movies. We know this. Okay. Peanuts. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. the, the, The Thanksgiving movie. But, like, one of the few. Thanksgiving is a holiday, but, like, it doesn't get the support and rally that Christmas does. And, like, there's well, no Thanksgiving music, and don't you dare say Africa. No, I'm not. It's just there. If you want to listen to Thanksgiving music, just go to Toto 4. No. Track 10. Do not do it. It's it's Africa. I reported. He tweeted that back at me, and I reported that tweet. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying, people jump right from Halloween to Christmas because we like to be festive and we like something to celebrate, right? So Christmas is a festive time. You celebrate it. There's music. There's movies. There's like a whole like feeling of Christmas, you know? Thanksgiving to me is like a day and I love Thanksgiving, but it's like, it's kind of like Christmas is a mindset and Thanksgiving is like a time. So like you know, I like Thanksgiving, you go and you like hang out with your family and you're feeling super thankful. But then like the next day is Black Friday and you're doing all this Christmas shopping. And I hate that, too. Like, I hate that Black Friday now starts at like four o'clock. That's why I mess with Cyber Thursday. Monday, dude. Oh, yeah, me too. Plus, all the Black Friday deals are online anyway. Hey, and we get, hey. Play, we get paid on Black Friday. So Cyber Monday, it's own. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. And so like 
If you can find some Thanksgiving music, tweet it at me at Shar Dangerous, S H A R Dangerous. If not, let me listen to my Michael Bublé and be happy. Thanksgiving music is like, it's. I feel like it's a lot more classical style, I guess. It's, we'll it's see, a lot less like, you well, know, I don't know. But that's not even Thanksgiving music. That's like music you would play during Thanksgiving. You know, there's a well, difference. I'm, but they sing about it. Like the music is about it. It's just is like, it? Because I've never, I've legitimately like never heard see, a Thanksgiving my song. Mom, my mom actually has like a CD for Thanksgiving. It has a couple different things on it. That's the only reason I know. Yeah. Okay. See, but like to the average uneducated person about, about it, I would know literally like oh, nothing about. I, I don't disagree. I mean, there's not that much when it comes to music. There's a couple movies. They're usually like those. Um, Man, those Hallmark, like, kind of rom-com kind of movies? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple, like, Hallmark, definitely Hallmark owns the, like, holiday game. You know, they have movies for everything. But I think that, like, when it comes to, like, classic movies that you remember, of course there's Peanuts. But, like, when I think of the Peanuts, I think of it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So even mm-hmm. that goes to Halloween. But I do think that there's, and, like, there's, there's uh, Thanksgiving specials and stuff like that. But I don't know. I think that... Christmas is such a, like, time, you know? It's such, like, a... And it's a good cheery mindset. Like, I'm not mad at people for putting up their trees right now. What are you supposed to do for Thanksgiving? What Are you, are you supposed to put up a turkey? I mean, my mom decorates the entire house Thanksgiving, like... Yeah. yeah. We have, like, like, the... We have the... What is it? The harvest? Oh, okay. But the, see, the cornucopia. <laughs> cornucopia, yeah. But see, even that, to me, that's, like, a fall thing. Like, the, I feel like you can decorate for fall... And be decorating for, like, you can decorate for Thanksgiving, but it's, like, fall decoration. No, most you know? definitely. And the only, like, the big difference on Thanksgiving is the fact that my mom switches out the tablecloths, the ones that has turkeys on it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I think that. But you got to think about, like, Thanksgiving is, like, part of, like, the harvest thing. It's the yeah. end, like, right before the winter. Yeah. That's when we get all the food and get it together. That's the whole, like. I think the I think the main thing when it comes to decorating and stuff is like especially now like me and my friends we might hey that's literally the title of my song of the week that's funny um we decorate we're going to decorate for Christmas we haven't put our tree up yet mm-hmm. but we we might not celebrate Thanksgiving together we we're thinking about doing a friendsgiving but we might not we might not have the chance yeah same but here if we do but if or if we don't you know we're still we're going to have like we're going to do Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, we'll we'll celebrate Christmas. I don't know if we'll celebrate Thanksgiving. I, last year we did a um, – everyone in my fraternity's uh, family lineage ended up – we all banded together and we had a Thanksgiving together. And that was pretty awesome because there was, like, 20 of us there. It was, like, a potluck. Everybody bring their own little – Yeah, I think that's what we're, gonna think, we're thinking about doing. And then my roommates um, – girlfriend's mom came over and dropped off some uh christmas decorations so we might actually have christmas decorations this year she also has the um the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer outfit for her car hey um (laughs) we just got ben a hoodie oh yeah yeah i think we're gonna get him a santa suit too and then um my two dogs well three dogs at home now um oh we got a new dog last weekend i didn't tell you that i'll show you her later she's so cute um we're gonna get them some pajamas and dress up and take pictures in front of the tree this year. I think we're going to try to get put mittens on the cats. 
And then kittens the, with mittens. And then the, I know the dogs already got their uh, bandanas and they'll have a Santa hat or antlers, one or the other. Well, we'll talk about Christmas. We'll we'll talk about Christmas in December. We won't disrespect. I mean, we already have, but you know, we won't disrespect any of our listeners. And also, I think for our Christmas episode, because we're gonna have to record this early, because I don't know about Bob, but I'm going home. Yeah, I was like, I have. But, I'll be in Colorado the 15th, I think. But we'll talk about Hanukkah and Kwanzaa a little bit too, because mm-hmm. we don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. Happy holidays, boy. Um. So as I was saying, we were talking about songs of the week. Um, this, as, we, as we go on a ten minute tangent about Thanksgiving and how it has no music, <laughs> no culture, <laughs> no culture. Um, this is mine. So I've been watching lately. Do you know who Busy Phillips is? Nope. You've seen you've seen stuff that she's in. If I pull up a picture of her, you'll know who she is. Um, white chicks. Have you seen white chicks? Oh yes. She plays the friend who gets her hair braided. Oh, um, okay, she's yeah. really funny. She's so funny. Well, she has a new show. Busy Phillips. Mm-hmm. She has a new show, and um, she. Uh, this is like the theme song to this show. Okay. And I like started watching it because I love her as an actress. She's an actress, but she's an activist. She just wrote a memoir. Um, I think she's awesome, and so I um, I started watching this show, and then like this is the theme song, and I really like it. And so take a listen. When I was five, I talked too much. When I was ten, I think I started losing my touch. Another reason that you'll never find me. I come home every night. It's just me and my friends. Me and my friends. Me and my friends. It's just me and my friends. Me and my friends. Me and my friends. All right, Bob. So that's mine. What's yours? Uh, mine is going to have to be Motion by Oliver Tree. And um, first of all, I'm actually having a hard time kind of um, figuring out what kind of what I would call it, like genre-wise or style. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I first listened to him on a track with uh, Getter. Is it called Movement? Yes. Okay. It's Movement by Oliver Tree. And um, I first I first heard him on um, one of Getter's tracks, and I, I always I was like, oh, I kind of like this, and I kind of looked up into his music, and he kind of had more stuff coming out lately, and it's just kind of been like something I'm vibing on, and it's like I don't know if it's like acid trap, I don't know if it's melodic rap, I don't, <laughs> it's just I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of unique. So let's take a listen to it. Acid trap. Um, see, that's what I'm saying. There's like this switch up in it, and I it's like I've been having difficulty trying to like put him in a genre because it's just, it just kind of just shifts throughout the song of kind of what it is, and uh, I don't know why, but I've just been vibing to his stuff lately. I get that. Um, when I first listened to it, I was like. Whoa, this sounds like something that I would listen to. I know. I was like, I kind of want to, I was like, this is my next submission f- to the um, 
to our uh, to the music committee because I don't know. Well, one, you gotta actually take a look at the guy first of all. No, I did, and the first thing that I saw was like a hot te- a hot Cheetos bathtub challenge. So, <laughs> well, um, if y'all have ever seen, he's on the uh, he. They make a there's like this meme it was the Scooter Boys, and he's in that. Um, he's just wild. He has like this bull cut thing, and it's just um, who was that. Coconut head from from uh, Ned's declassified yeah, school survival guide. Boom. I used to love that. That's show, him yeah. growing up. <laughs> I okay. So for a second, I thought you were serious, but honestly, yeah, it looks like him. No, he definitely looks like like that. He still has all that awkwardness, and it's just like I just I don't know. I enjoy it because when I hear the music and then I see the see the artist, I'm just like th- that that doesn't that doesn't match. I, I'm confusion. America. Explain. America explain. That is one of my favorite vines. Why is this Kansas, but this is not Arkansas? And I mean, she's not America wrong. America explain. She's not wrong. Why is one Kansas and the other one Arkansas? True. But uh, anyways, we got some we got some news for you guys this week. Um, what do you want to start with, Bob? So I kind of want to talk about um, Ariana Grande, and uh, she was picked as this year's billboards 2018 woman of the year who said uh, she stands up for herself and her decisions in a world that isn't hospitable to that strength in young women she's got guts and she's making some of the best music of her career and she's absolutely deserving of woman of the year and this goes off of i know she was just on the queen album um with uh Nicki minaj Minaj. she was on uh, bed I think that was what this one was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she was, I know she blew up on that recently. I know she has a lot of her own things going on. Mm-hmm. Sweetener just came out. Um, and that one, I think there was like three um, three songs in the top hit. What was it? Breathing. Um, and there was two other ones in the top hits. Oh, no, Tears Left to Cry. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember the other one was. She also just came out with a new song called Thank You Next. Yeah, I just, I saw some things they were saw Thank You. It already but I think it's already at 150 million views. They were saying, I would, "Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised." Um, that came out Saturday, and so it was like Saturday right before SNL, literally mm-hmm. 30 minutes before SNL. And um, was this uh, is this the episode of SNL where Pete was on? Yes. Okay. Um, and so, but she, you know, pretty much is like no hate, no shade, just like. So it came out three days ago on YouTube and it's already got 13 million views. Okay. Um, but she sang it on the Ellen show live, I guess, hmm. uh, not that long ago because it was just uploaded to YouTube two, maybe a couple was, hours ago. So it might have been uh, like yesterday. Maybe it was streams I was thinking. Of. I just, I saw that was like, that was the big thing I had on news on my phone when I woke up and I was like, huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but the lyrics are pretty good to that one. She, Is you it? know, thanks her exes. Um, like, like literally it's like no tea, no shade. It's literally just like a, thank you. I learned lessons from you. One of them taught me patience or one taught me love. One taught me patience. One taught me pain. I think it's wild because I believe, I believe isn't Ariana and Selena Gomez the only like Disney stars that are still doing music and still out. 
Yeah, kind of been I, doing like, and well, Miley Cyrus. I was too. about to say I haven't um, really heard anything from Miley though. Not lately. I mean, she did a lot of stuff after Disney though, but yeah. I well, yeah. Heard and then she she dropped. I think she dropped another last last year. Oh, did she? Okay. Um, but I didn't listen to it. I know Malibu came out what last. I just man, summer? I think it's wild because like um, Ariana, she was on Victorious, right? Yes. And she wasn't even like that's, a main. That's Nickelodeon. Oh. Well, but I think she did do something on Disney Channel. Well, I don't know. Um, she was on Victorious, okay. and she played Cat. Okay. And then she was on Sam and Cat, which was like a Victorious iCarly spinoff. Interesting. Because even though iCarly was with Carly and Sam uh-huh. and Freddie, yeah. and the Victorious was with all of them, and she played, and Ariana Grande played Cat, and so it was like Cat met Sam Puckett. And like, hmm, interesting. So. No, and I then didn't... after that, you know, she uh, just started doing her own thing. Yeah, I just think it's wild. I mean, it's great to see somebody to see someone exceed, and if that's because that's what she wanted to do, she wanted to make music. So it's kind of, it's just, I think it's kind of wild to see that transformation. You know, absolutely. And um, I'm I'm proud of her for winning woman. I think she totally deserves mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, honestly, I thought she was going to last year. See, I haven't been keeping up with her too much of her music, but I know her as a person. Oh, yeah, And I think she is a wonderful person. Well, yeah, because she uses her platform and her strength to support causes that, like, she believes Mm -hmm. in. Um, You know, she did the March for Our Lives earlier this year. Um, She's always advocating for mental health awareness, LGBTQ rights, uh, Black Lives Matters, on all her social media accounts. And um, after, you remember after the bombing Mm -hmm. at Manchester during her concert... Um, she organized the One Love to... Benefit concert, and that raised $23 million. Plus, she paid for, or didn't she, like, pay for everything? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she For did. all the victims, yeah. And so, so um, 100% she deserves this. She stands up for herself. You know, her. Con- she stands true to her convictions. Um, she's got guts. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely am glad to see her succeeding. It's, and it's uh, nice to see, like, she didn't change i don't feel like her character Mm-mm. like even from that show like she's still like that same kind of then you go to like miley cyrus and you think of hannah montana and then it <laughs> yeah and then you think of uh 23 <laughs> miley cyrus had um i don't know if it was an album or if it was just an ep but it was called um like me and my dead pets or something like that and interesting it was interesting or no it was bangers i think it was the album was called bangers um, there was a song called Pablo the Blowfish. Yes. I think that was on Me and My Dead Pets, actually. Um, Pablo the Blowfish. That song is literally about her loving, how, like, literally, how can you love something you'll never touch? Like, is like, the first line. And it's, like, <laughs> actually kind of a deep song, if you think about it. But she's singing about her blowfish that she never got to, like, pet. Like. I mean, I, I could understand. Like, let's say. I had a hedgehog. I couldn't pet that hedgehog. Well, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, it just seems so dumb. But like, listening to the song, it's a tad bit emotional. Also, hedgehogs, fun fact, have like the softest bellies ever. Oh, I've never known that. That's why it's protected by all that meanness. Okay. Okay. They'll just curl up and you get poked. (laughs) Oh, what do you got? Well, uh, this is another thing. This is something I had actually no idea about. Mm. Apparently, Gibson... Guitars yeah. and the Gibson brand has been, gone bankrupt. No way. Mm-hmm. No. The Nashville-based guitar company Gibson Brands announced a crop of new executives who hope to guide the business through a pivotal transition in its 124-year history as the company emerges from a 
bankruptcy protection. So the new um, the newly named president and CEO is James J.C. Curley, who is exiting his role as the president of Levi or Levi Strauss Company to take the position. And it was earlier this month a U.S. bankruptcy court in Delaware approved the company reorganization plan, which allows it to exit the bankruptcy of uh, half a billion dollars and to keep itself in business. One of my favorite drag queens plays a Gibson guitar. Really? That's yeah, that's all. <laughs> I just. This is this caught me by surprise because I think of yeah. floor monitors, I think of amps, I think of um, Les Paul, yeah. I think of just normal guitars that they make. It's just like Gibson is one of the first things to come to yeah, mind absolutely. when it comes to that. Um, I think that I don't. I think that all these like big name companies now are starting to like it's not just, necessarily go out of business, but you know what I mean. Starting mm-hmm. to like their stocks maybe declining a little bit because. Like, that was the thing back then, to have, like, a Gibson guitar. But now it's kind of like, I don't I don't know. Well, I think that... Because I'm, it was known for, like, the rock stars. Yeah, and now it's kind of like, the like, the term rock stars is kind of being redefined. And, like, I think that, well, mainly just the fact that, like, people aren't necessarily owning guitars mm-hmm. just to own a guitar anymore, you know? Like, you're using that for a purpose. Yeah, and I think I think that like, not necessarily well, that the stock and everything is going to go down, but like, not everyone has money to just buy bazillion guitars just to buy them, you know. Well, not only that, but then like Gibson, their quality, so they're like, typically, and they're pricey. like a nine, they're name brand, so they're definitely like yeah. a higher. I just looked up one, and I was like, "Whoa, that's the corporate digits." That, that probably wasn't even a Les Paul. No, I don't you, think it was. if you look up a Les Pauls, Gibsons, they're even more. And um, it's just apparently okay. So what apparently had made them go kind of bankrupt was they were trying to break into the um, the home stereo, like the home audio and mm-hmm. uh, the headphone market, and they put a lot of money into that. And it's just not; it just wasn't working out for them. So they're going through redistricting, or not redistricting. They're going to restructuring. Um, of the company, they're not doing that anymore. They're going to focus more on what they're known for, not. Yeah, I think that um, I don't want to say that not everyone can break into that market, but you know what I mean. Like no. when when Beats gets, they're in the headphone business, so when they get into the speaker game, obviously you expect that. Like, but I just okay, I can't see Beats making an amp. That would rival Gibson, just like I couldn't see Gibson making headphones. Headphones, exactly, exactly. It's like, like know where you're at. Yeah, they are quality products. They are good brand, but I feel like I don't think I like what I know they produce. I know is good. I know is quality. If they were to produce like new stuff, try to do newer things, I just I don't think. I just I don't see it working out. Yeah, there's certain markets that you not necessarily even though they're like similar. Into. Yeah, what? yeah. I just don't think of like like if I want a good high quality guitar that I'm not gonna have to pay for, it's where I want it from. But if I want like a, just a decent pair of headphones, I you know I'm not gonna spend mm-hmm. a thou on them. Yeah, you know. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I had the money, if I could have one guitar in the world, it'd probably be a Les Paul. Like. They are beautiful. They're beautiful guitars, and I know they're, I know they're going to work for 
ever. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I just find that very, very odd because I never even heard about it until like I saw this story and I was just like, that, I just thought that was crazy to me because every, like I said, every time I think of anything, I go to uh, a lot of concerts, they typically have Gibson. Yeah. And it's just like, hmm, very, very peculiar. And I just wasn't ready for that. So yeah, I we were talking about how like a lot of other big industries from back um, when we were young, like Kodak, Kodak is out of business now too. Yeah. Um, and it, like go about 20 years ago. Yeah. Like they're Kodak, coming back though. But. I think Kodak, there's not... There's not a family out there that has not taken a picture on either a Kodak disposable camera mm-hmm. or a Kodak um, their film, or hasn't been at a Kodak kiosk. Like they have dominated the picture game, and then all of a sudden they they um, they just didn't transfer over to the digital age. Yeah. And the thing is, what is weird to me is that Kodak had uh, made the first. Uh, uh, digital camera back in 1975 but they didn't want to release it then because uh they were worried it would mess with their picture business or their the motion picture business that they were in charge of so they ended up so they've had it since 1975 and even when the digital like the digital cameras in the digital age was coming to photography they still didn't release their digital camera and they waited they just waited way too long by the time it was it was just too late that wow they because they really could have like capitalized on the whole mm-hmm. game they could have had the whole market and and they were just afraid to change and then we kind of got the opposite on gibson where they're trying to change and it's just not working <laughs> it's it's one of those like you can't teach an old dog new tricks i think you can but at certain points it's not going to work I mean, I mean i i can't say you do what do what always works because, I mean, we wouldn't have Nintendo if they were still making playing cards, you know? Yeah. But there's just, like, I don't know. I feel like when you're established that much as this is what you're known for, this is what you're good at, this is what your products are for. Yeah. I just, trying to change that narrative, just as trying to add new things to it and just trying to break into a market where which is already oversaturated anyway. With a new product, it's just I, I just don't think it was a smart idea, and that is why they went bankrupt. So I agree. I think there's too much when there's too there's too many headphones out there. Mm-hmm. There's too many you know stuff like that out there that's already offered. That's going to be maybe maybe even better quality for not See, as expensive. Not only that, but you got to think of the millions of brands of headphones that there are because there's like knockoffs. There's five dollars, and they can range from like five dollars to. Uh, $100. Right? Absolutely. And I'm not going to lie. I get mine from Amazon. Yeah, me too. I don't have any Beats. Like the the ones I walked in today, I bought for 250 And they're wireless. They have radio. They take card. They take chips. It's amazing. I love it. And it's Bluetooth. Exactly. And it's $2. And it was $2.50. I'm sure it, I'm pretty positive it's near the same capabilities as Beats. Like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. It's just wild. But you think of, like, when it comes to guitars and amps and stuff, there's not that many. There's not a huge slew of brands. Yeah. It's very limited. So I feel like why trying to get out? They're trying to get out. They're trying to get into a saturated market and just never really. Yeah. And it's not going to work. But, I mean, good luck with their rebranding. And, well, it's not really, I guess, rebranding. It's kind of just, like, 
to mm-hmm. you know go back to what what was really helping them exactly so. um we're gonna move on we got a we got a little bit of news about Lil Zan. if you didn't know Lil Zan, he used to be uh in gate or dating he was dating noah cyrus noah cyrus and he was the one who gave um billy ray a bong for his birthday right yeah yeah <laughs> Um, man, well, the, he uh, ended up canceling a slew of tour dates recently, and uh, the official reason he gave was because he is suffering from exhaustion. Um, but he also, but he then told um, told them that it was the fight to kick drugs that also played a role. Uh, he said that he's not in rehab; he has isolated himself in a forest somewhere while he recovers, and he's hoping to be back in commission by the time his Mac tribute album "Be Safe" drops. Um, the 22-year-old rapper told us the deaths of Mac and fellow rapper Lil Peep almost a year ago made him curb his drug use, but he says he's, he says he's still not clean. He got specific about which drug he's struggling with now, and much like Demi, he has said he goes through long periods of sobriety but just relapse, and that's common, and any other ad- addict would understand that happens. So, yeah. I With this... Um I was very affected by Mac Miller's death. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do drugs before, and I'm definitely not going to do them now. I think I'm not. It's not a good thing that he died. It's really mm-hmm. not. Um, it messes me up literally every day. Honestly, um, I'd be seeing him in three days. Mm-hmm. He was going to be here on the tenth in Dallas. Um, I think that it's good that people are learning from this. And they're taking from it that not everyone is invincible. Because to mm-hmm. tie into that, um, they released his cause of death mm-hmm. on Monday. Um, and so Malcolm McCormick, the music artist known as Mac Miller, was found to have died from mixed drug toxic- toxicity. The L.A. County Department uh, Medical Examiner Coroner determined. Um, an announcement on their website said on September 7th he died. Um, he was discovered unresponsive at his home. Um I'm not going to give his address. Um, at 11.51 a.m. on September 8th, an autopsy was performed and a cause of death, death was deferred pending under further investigation that came out um, and found out um, he died from mixed drug toxicity, fentanyl, cocaine, and ethanol. So basically, um, he was really drunk. He was drinking um, liquor. Wait, they said ethanol? Ethanol. So alcohol. he was, yeah, so he was... Drinking that corn, corn grain. Yeah. Um, Dang. Yeah, it could have been moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's probably that corn mash. Um, cocaine and fentanyl. Fentanyl is ten times stronger than heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found this in his blood. So my guess is that it wasn't. He wasn't. You know, doing fent. He didn't know. Mm-hmm. I think it was. He thought it was heroin mm-hmm. because nowadays that that's another thing about drugs. We've talked about drugs so much on this podcast and about how, you know, neither one of us are a fan. We've been slightly addicted or not slightly addicted, slightly affected by people who, you know, have succumbed to drug addictions and things like that. Well, and it, um, the thing is, you don't ever to me anyways, you don't ever really know what you're getting. Well, it's, about to, it's like it's that unspoken thing I feel like in the music industry that everybody does drugs. Yeah. And it's something that it's just now coming up to where uh it takes a tragedy to make a change. Yeah. And it's just it like 
his his dealer literally gave him fentanyl and and like I, he could have really wanted it but i don't i think that because it was an accidental overdose it wasn't like and it wasn't he didn't have major levels in his system mm. so it wasn't like he was trying to overdose he and he wasn't even doing a lot of it really yeah the fact it's, is it's see, because there was fentanyl in his system and not heroin like he thought see and it was cardiac arrest so he died of a heart attack um lil Zan said he, like he used to uh, deal some drugs and then uh, whenever fentanyl came out, like he would see like his friends would take it. And he was like, I did not like it. And that's what he quit like dealing drugs is because of that. And it's just um, it's just terrible. It always it always takes a tragedy to make a change. So I guess the only silver lining out of this whole situation is, um, you know, because of they've been affected by um, the death of Mac Miller is that they're trying to make a change. And that's the only silver lining that I can think of for that because I know um, that it would be something he would be like, you know. Yeah. Because he's indirectly he's making a change for the better in the industry, and I hope like I hope that it comes to light. I mean, we had Demi come out and talk about it. It's becoming a lot more prominent. People are talking about it. Yeah, that's the and thing. dealing with it. Well, because drugs used to be such a taboo topic, mm-hmm. and that's the thing about taboo things. No one wants to talk about it. It's very so, hush-hush, just don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Exactly. So then what do you do once it happens? Right. No one knows. Exactly. You know? Um, speaking of Demi Lovato, but, you know, of course, rest in peace, Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... Reading this made me sad again on Monday. Like, for real, I almost cried again. Um, but speaking of Demi Lovato, she's at a rehab. She's doing great. And she um, also, where I know, her, she broke her media silence when she went to go vote yesterday, Yes, she right? did. Yeah. Yesterday were the midterm elections. And so, yeah, she posted a picture uh, of her voting and just said one vote can make a difference. So make sure your voice is heard now. Go out and vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, she went out. Uh, she's out of rehab now. Um, we don't know what's next. Um, her co- her home is currently on the market for about $8.995 million. Maybe she's trying to get away from that area. Like, that's a lot of things, like, that happened with my brother was, like, the first thing they were like, get him out of that. Get him out of that house. Get him out of the area that, like, he would do drugs. Get him yeah. away from that. To kind of help, but it's also good to see, like, like I said, that was like her first thing to break her media silence. So it's good. She she looks good in the picture. She looks yeah. She healthy. looks healthy. Yes. So, so um, you know. I'm happy for Demi. So um, I hope like she gets a move, and I hope like, everything works how she needs to work, man. I really. She's been sober for 90 days. Because, like I said, like we don't really know how it's how it is to be. Like struggling with that, yeah. So absolutely, only thing we can do is throw our support towards them and hope for the best. Exactly, exactly. Um, you got any more music stories? No, ma'am. I think I, I am actually done with music for today. I have one, and it you wouldn't think it's a music story, but it's about the Grinch, basically. <laughs> um, so the Grinch is coming back out again. If you know me, you know I'm not excited about this. I think the first Grinch was primo. I'll watch that one. Are you talking about the first animated or live action? No, the first. The the animated yeah. one, that is the first Grinch. And I love that one. I do. And then the animated one, Jim Carrey. That I feel like action. every role Jim Carrey has, he just crushes it, you know? That's because he literally puts his, like, 
Jim Carrey is like one of those method actors. Like he gets in that role, and yeah. it's insane. I think that uh, that one that one is the best Grinch to me, and this new. Whatever this is, I'm not excited about it, but evidently it's expected to do really well in the uh, in the box office. They're projecting between 55 to 65 million. You know, I'm gonna so, say it. I don't care that you don't like the new. No, I'm just kidding. I don't like the old one. Just wasn't like I. It was all narrative with a yeah. little bit of talking from the what the first one or yeah, the second one. The first one, okay, with very little talking. Yeah, and if I don't if think, any, there, was I don't think there was like there might have been one peep, and that was out of um, what's her face, little Cindy Lou, Cindy Lou Who, and um, I think that's it. And like the, the animation is just dated. Like it's nostalgic to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that my nostalgia thinks it's better than what it really was. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward. To, I like I like it yeah. as long as it is executed right. Like the Teen Titans. Uh, the reboot that was not executed correctly. No, that For is not me, how you do it. I'm not a fan of like, I don't know. I'm not like Benedict Cumberbatch playing the Grinch. I'm not like I don't know. I'm not super on board with that. There's a new character in there who I don't I don't know who it is, mm-hmm. but it's another one of his pets. Um, there's I mean I'm gonna go see it because I like the cast. Like I like some of the cast. Like okay, so Rashida Jones, love her. Um, Keenan Thompson. Angela Lansbury and Pharrell. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go see it. I'm going to have an open mind about it. But I think, to me, I just like in my mind, in my head, the other, like the second one didn't need an update. And I just, I don't know. I like I, I don't think... like everything's getting remade nowadays and I don't think it necessarily has to. I don't think it's getting necessarily updated. I feel like they're just, um... Well, yeah, I guess it is kind of updated for the for a newer generation, the next gen. Yeah, but which that's why it, it's never going to be the next that gen good can to watch us. the second one and be happy with it. <laughs> I'm just the I'm live just no, but I love the live action. I'm talking about the animated. I can see like if a kid nowadays looks at the old animate, they're going to be like, "This is stupid." Yeah, because if you really do think about it, it's not that good of a no. Movie. It's really not. It's just about a nostalgia mm-hmm. thing for me. For me, the second one was really good. Oh yeah, no. And so but, now I'm like, why do they? But they're not going to redo a live it? action. No. This one's animated. They yeah, I know, but I'm I'm just not really a fan of that sort of animation. On oh, I agree. Events. I agree. After something's been live action to reanimate it, that's kind of where in my head I'm well, like, uh, but... Like, you know. I don't really like the animation style. Like, I feel like, like I said, uh, I talked about um, the Teen Titans, the old Teen Titans compared to the new. I feel like the, the new Grinch has that kind of... The, yeah, uh, chibi. I guess. Well, and it's because Illumination is the one that's doing it, and so mm. they're the ones who are like famous for minions. They're the ones okay. who they are all also look like do... they look like pop figures. Yeah, and they're very textured. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna see it. I might go see it. I think me and Kristen are gonna go see it this weekend. Always have. And I'll have an open mind about it. Yeah. But um, let's see. It's it's so Illumination. They're the ones who've done Despicable Me, The Secret Life of Pets. They don't sing. have Happy at the very end when he's like, I swear to God. Well, so this is where music comes in because Pharrell Williams is in it. Mm-hmm. And also some of the soundtrack is from Tyler, the creator. So I'm I've watching heard, it, dude. I got to watch it now. I've heard um, You're a Mean One, Tyler, the creator's version, and I dig it. Is it? Okay. So I think, I I don't know. See, they're remaking, they're actually live. Um, they're, they're live. Or, Live actioning, <laughs> my favorite uh, princess movie, which is Mulan, and they're saying they're not going to have any of the music in it, and that made me really sad. No, you can't do Mulan like that. I was like, that made me really sad. 
Okay, I definitely can see the the minions animation. I definitely see yeah, that now. Like I'm a fan of I like the music. I think I'm gonna like the soundtrack, but like you know, I don't think I like that animation see, style for the Grinch. But yeah, I, I used I agree, but I do I do like the minions or not minions. I like um Despicable Me. Well, yeah, I like the animation so I, style. I yeah. think it's really cool, but I think it works for certain things. It doesn't work for others. This, but then again, I have to think about it from like, the point of view of like. We gotta watch it first. We've well, only no. seen well, yeah, but like I think that also like this is maybe for this is gonna be for like kids, and mm-hmm. I have to like put myself in that perspective now. We're not old. Like I'm 21. Bob's what 24. Yeah. So like we're not old, but we're older now. Oh yeah. And so like this is gonna be for kids that are in the like we're not teenagers anymore. We're at that age to where we thought like when you think when you're a kid you think like 24. That's oh they're an adult. Yeah, no. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm almost there. But, like, this is going to be for, like, those, not even teenagers, I would say, for, like, preteens. Yeah. And, like, younger that. kids. I would say, like, between, like, 6 and, like, 14. I definitely get them remastering it because, like, it's a new gen- new generation of kids, new different, they like different things. Yeah. And it's... if you were to sit them in front of the, uh, the first animated Grinch, they're going <laughs> to hate it. Yeah, and so, see, this is the third time, like we talked about, this is the third time they've uh, done The Grinch. Um, the first one came out in 1966, so I think that, like, that's a long, that's what the year my mom was born. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about it like that, like, to so have animation you, back then. Well, not, back, well you got to think, they are doing animation all the way back in, like, the early 1900s. Yeah, but I mean. But these were, like, drawn, like, the reason it's so choppy and, is because it, it's each one's hand yeah. is individually drawn and colored. So it's cool because, okay, my mom was born the first year that, that it came, mm-hmm. the first one. Um, the second one came in uh, 2000, so mm-hmm. that's like three years after I was born. And uh, now I'm 21 and we're getting a new one. So I, like I said, I don't think that it necessarily needed to be remade. I, I think that I'm just really in love with Jim Carrey's Grinch. And what? I don't, like, I don't know. I feel off when I hear Benedict Cumberbatch, like, try to yell at Max. I don't know. I uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't. When I think of when I'm thinking of comparing this movie, I don't compare it to live action. I just compare it to the old, older animated version because mm-hmm. that's what it's meant for. Yeah, I guess. You I know. just do compare it to the live action because that's like I've, I will always compare it to the last one because that's what it's a remake of. But because because this one isn't going to be, it's going to be like the live action mm-hmm. one where it's actually I don't know if it's going to be narrated at all because the live action one is narrated. But there's dialogue. very little. There's enough to. It's like they they do the key the key points. Is yeah, the narrated. I think that it's narrated as much as like the written book, mm-hmm. but like it's longer. Like the mm-hmm. fir- the original one, I don't think it it wasn't that long. Um, well, there was no there wasn't much dialogue in that. That's why the exchange is yeah. pretty like limited. The interactions are also limited if you think about it. Yeah. Because in the live action movie, I mean, he comes down and he talks to multiple different Who in Whoville. But in the um, animated one, he only really talks to just the one. Yeah. That's true. I think that one's like, it's like 25 minutes long yeah. versus like an hour and a half versus this one will probably be the same. So that's oh, kind of why I put them on the same hour level. And a half. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I think I'm going to go see it this weekend, though. So. Oh, is it out this weekend? Yeah. I was like, I thought we were still going to watch um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. 
which maybe, we haven't seen yet. I know we're terrible. Maybe we'll just spend hey. Sunday at the movies. Um, but yeah, that's and then so Shrek is getting a reboot, also from Illumination and DreamWorks. Well, see, this is the one they cannot change the style. Or no, I no, no, put. no. So I think with this, they're just. I think and. I, they really honestly don't have an idea yet of what they're going to do. Well, I had seen um, they were talking because when you mentioned that, I looked in. They said that they uh, what they decided on is the Puss in Boots. Well, they're doing both. Oh, they do. They're both? rebooting oh, both. Okay. So, um, they, but they don't know what they're going to do yet. They kind of just it's kind of one of those things where they're like, we need to bring Shrek back. Well, here's the but thing: we don't know how you cannot do Shrek without Mark Myers. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And also, you can't do Shrek without having Smash Mouth on that uh, track list. So, um, I think that, I think they're just going to do another movie, Shrek 5, mm-hmm. which honestly, I'd be down for. Yeah. Or, or maybe. And then a new Puss in Boots movie. Because, well, they do have Puss in Boots on Netflix. He's got a show. You know what? I actually, so, I wouldn't mind seeing, hmm. like, how about we go, like, a prequel, right? Okay, yeah. Prequel, and we kind of go Fiona's point of view, because, you know, she. Or both of them. Well, yeah, yeah, like, pre for both of them, like, life before they had met, because, you know, um, Fiona, like, they never, I know she got locked in the tower, but she had to have interacted with other people. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Shrek, how did he get so grumpy? Yeah, there's, you know? there's like, reasons, for, and I would like, and, like to see donkey, those, you know? How did he end up with the old lady, dude? Okay, so, Donkey, I'll, since she brought that up, there's, in like, the this, morning, cons- I'm making waffles. there's a conspiracy theory that the donkey is from Pinocchio and he's one of the oh, boys. Oh, yes. Because they That's why yes. Because they that's why he can talk. Yeah. I love that. Also, I feel like that'd be a great tie-in. So that woman was probably a witch. Oh, hey, aren't they remaking Pinocchio? I What? I I mean, I just figured Are that they just remaking everything? Yes. That's what happens when you run out of ideas. Yeah, I guess you're right. You have to remake everything else. Look, I swear. Pinocchio remake 2018. Hmm. Oh, dude, it's happening. Interesting. And it's going to be animated? Or is it live action? Oh, no. If they do it, it's going to be live action for sure. Because that movie came out in 1940. Yeah, I'm saying all these, like, a lot of these movies, it's all nostalgia. Like, they weren't that good. It's nostalgia based. It's like I love Tron, and I love the old Tron, but I can't watch it anymore because it's like it's just not a good. It's it's a good story, but they just didn't have. It was just ahead of the time. I just can't do yeah. it right, and it's I just think like. That, well, yeah. So, are you talking about like the original Tron? Yeah. Or like oh, I love now the new one. See, I love Tron before the new one came out because that's like that's just kind of my what i like and that's like my i watch it with my dad okay so, so it's just like speaking of like remakes how do you feel about like aladdin because i'm pumped i'm down for aladdin i Will know Smith plays genie they're doing a like quote-unquote live action lion king but it's not live action because they're still all cgi yeah i don't i think that certain things live action work i think that you're really really animated stuff will be a i don't think the animals live action really works a little like i didn't like um the jungle book it scared me a little bit honestly um they're gonna live action dumbo and i think that's gonna be kind of no but like they're putting like a grim fairy tale spin on it 
And like, well, you must understand they're probably going the actual route yeah, of it yeah. because you got to think all of the mm-hmm. every fairy tale Disney has used oh, yeah. is a dark. Oh yeah, it has tale. a dark ending. They just you know put their happy little. The whatever majority on, of them but... are are grim fairy tales. Yeah, know? I'm really excited about the who's new the, Aladdin. Uh, who's going to be Aladdin? Um, his name is Mina Masoud, <laughs> and he's really hot. So there's that. Okay. Um, Nassim. Pedrad, she looks familiar. Yeah, I love her. She's so funny. She's playing um, someone. I feel like it's just going to be so hard without Robin Williams. Yeah, I um, I agree, and that's kind of why I'm like, I think that like that's why I'm like kind of hurt by Benedict Cumberbatch doing uh, the Grinch Mm because it's like you grew up knowing like this is the man. Like this guy, like Robin Williams, was the genie. Jim Carrey. Was the Grinch? Mm-hmm. And it's just ah man. Yeah, it's that's, just something. That's, that's... I think that's going to be the hardest thing for me to get through on Aladdin because yeah. it's like it's like when I'm watching a uh, show and it switched from dubs to subs, and all of a sudden I'm looking like, what is going on here? Yeah, but I do like that it's Will Smith, and I do think that he'll play it true. To I like that it's not one of these young kids. I agree. I just. It's it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be hard. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. I agree. How you feel about this is how I feel about the Grinch. So yeah, um, but yeah, Shrek's gonna get a reboot. They don't know how they're gonna do it yet. Um, so I'm thinking probably just do a Shrek five. I like your idea of um, because I would like to see like where like how old I you think know a prequel of the three of them like telling it from their point of view is yeah. be cool. So then, or maybe even Dragon. Well, I mean, Fiona, Dragon is with Fiona. Yeah, so that's, that's true. No, that's going to be, and then Donkey, find out, like, how we, they could tie in Pinocchio. Yeah, they could. If they, they could, come out with this Pinocchio, they can tie that. Yeah, they could, like, they could there's totally, some Easter eggs in they there. They could totally do that. At, we're going to at DreamWorks when we tweet this. Right. At DreamWorks and Illumination, we're giving you great ideas. Also, if you all need a soundtrack, Toto 4. No. Fantastic. No. Stop it. Okay, I have some sports news for you. And if you're a fan of The Office, you're going to think this next one's really funny. So, basically, John Krasinski, um, yesterday was the midterm elections. So, everyone was saying, go out and vote. Mm-hmm. Go out and vote. So, John Krasinski said, um, tweet me your voting sticker selfies. So, somebody tweeted a picture of... Chris Paul and his wife and said, me and my wife after we left the voting booth. And he said, um, he was like, good job, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was like, that's Chris Paul. I have to pull up the tweets because they're so funny. Basically, they were like, identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Um, They were talking about how um, he, uh, you know, he, and so in the office, he plays Jim, Jim ends up working for athlete. So they're like, Jim, that's Chris Paul. Um, and he said, haha, I'm an idiot. Was too focused on the sticker. John Krasinski said that. But um, people were tweeting about it. And somebody tweeted at him and said, me and my wife mailed our ballots yesterday. And it's, literally, it's John Krasinski and his wife. And so um, then somebody said, good thing you don't work for a sports marketing agency or anything. And they said, athlete stock is plummeting. And so that's like the company that he works for on the office. So I thought that was really funny. Some sports news. And then my last story is Tyus Jones. Um, he plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. They are set to play the Lakers, I believe, today. Um, but Tyus wanted to go um, 
see his brother play. Um, his brother plays for Duke. Okay. Um, he's a freshman at Duke. Um, and I don't know if you know about Duke's basketball, but Duke consistently every single year puts out these amazing basketball players, right? No, so, I know they're always in the um, uh, at least Sweet 16. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so he wanted to go see his brother play, um, but he couldn't get – he was, like, looking for flights last minute, and he couldn't mm-hmm. get one. So his teammate, um, Jimmy Butler, was like, here, we'll get a private – we'll get on my private jet, and we'll go see him play. And he was like – Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, basically he was like, you sure, bro? And he was like, yeah, I got you. So um, then Jimmy Butler had something come up, and he wasn't able to go. So he was like, take my private jet, go see him. Like – an athlete making a gosh, yeah, man, to have a private jet. Yeah, he 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 chartered the jet for him to go see the game, but then he wasn't able to make it. So he told Tyus, "Go ahead, just go ahead and go." Well, it's already paid for. You know? Yeah, so Tyus Jones was able to go and uh, see his blood brother make his um, debut. Well, that's awesome, though. Still, I know, and um, it was one of the things that like. Uh, Basically, a lot of Jimmy Butler's teammates have just attested to, like, the kind of person Mm -hmm. that he is, um, the kind of player that he is. So, um, it was really, it was really cool, honestly, to see this and, uh, see him, him do this. And, you know, it's a testament to Mm -hmm. who he is as a person. And so... Yeah, um, Duke ended up winning that game. They showed out that game. I think they're starting five, like four of them are freshmen. Mm-hmm. And those four, like, outscored Kentucky's whole team. Yeah, no, I was, uh, when I was so. looking at some sports news, and I'll get into one of my stories, I uh, was looking at the uh, the Duke starting lineup came up on, mm-hmm. the, on that search. I kind of did a little bit of that. I didn't know that his brother actually made it, though. So that's awesome. Yeah, also to have a brother in the NBA like that. And also that's to gotta a, be like you know. And also to have a teammate that will allow you to take his private jet. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sade, can I have your private jet? I just need to go. Um. Yeah, in about seven years when I have one. All right. I got high <laughs> hopes, man. I got high <laughs> hopes for myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what I got for sports. What do you got? I'll go ahead and start. Actually, I have two stories. The, oh, the... I, <laughs> I know. I was saying. I know one of them. Jeez. <laughs> the first. Uh, the first one I'm gonna go ahead and say. Um, I know you like Toronto. Yes, I am a Raptors fan. So uh, the Raptors beat out the uh, the Lakers. No, yeah, Lakers. And see, uh, it's so weird. LeBron. Let I'm me like, just wait like, a minute. Let <laughs> me just for one second say the Lakers are not performing how everyone thought they would. And that's what I'm going to say um, because LeBron James he ended up only throwing up I think 14 or 18 points that game, and he ended up uh, not even playing that fourth quarter. So I, I'd seen that. And I was like, mm, I bet that'll make Charday happy. It's it's weird thinking he's on the Lakers now. I was like, every time I go to, I was like, I said, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Well, like, and so that's who um, I was saying earlier. That's who they're gonna play. Mm-hmm. Um, the Timberwolves are gonna play. And honestly, mm-hmm. there's a chance. Like, I think that this game is gonna or this season is gonna be great for everyone in the NBA because like it's not like a automatic you know who's gonna win yeah mm-hmm. they're playing the Timberwolves tonight and so like um it's not like a you know who's gonna win like the Lakers their record isn't all that hot you know they didn't win their first game until a good like 
week and a half in. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. They are three, four, five. They have six. L L L L L L L W L L L L L L Thirteen. They've already got thirteen losses on the season. Yeah, I was like, I see a lot of L's up there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. They've been taking L's. So like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think that part of it. Oh, and but it's funny. Like if you look through, it's like team leaders of the game. LeBron. This one is literally LeBron. 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 He's got tw- for twenty eight points, eleven assists, and eleven well, rebounds. What about that game against Toronto? Six assists. Mm, I and was then like, Kyle Kazuma stepped up. I was about to say, um, he didn't perform at all in that game. I think that um, he's just used to playing with, like, people who expect him. Yeah. You know, to... Well, what really sucks is, like, he had a ton of people there to watch that game. There was a ton of people, like, high-profile people there to watch the game. And then after that game, he ended up going to P. Diddy's party. I don't know if it was a birthday party or what. I ended up going to his party that LL Cool J and uh, a bunch of other like artists um, it was kind of interesting because it was like an hour afterward after the game he he he, get, he arrives there and he's like yeah I don't want to talk about basketball like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> get out of- so like just looking at the standings right now I'm, I'm pretty proud the Raptors are 10 and 1 so that's pretty good one loss on the season mm-hmm. um and that's for the Eastern Conference for the Western Conference the Warriors are 10 and 1 as well uh, the Timberwolves are four and seven, so you know. But the Lakers are four and six. And and so, Camilla just hasn't been performing how we thought he would. Yeah, I think, and like I said, I honestly think that like Melo, the this whole thing with LeBron and Melo right now is that they're trying to shape Melo to be like LeBron. But I don't know if that's going to necessarily work for the Lakers. Mm. Like Kobe worked for the Lakers. But LeBron obviously isn't. Kobe. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know. I, it, it really sucks that he had a bad game, though. Yeah. And, it, you know, I don't really I don't really think it's all his fault. I mean, it's definitely different coming into a new team, you know, the comfort a little bit. Yeah. But everybody has an off game. So, yeah. You know. I agree. I agree. Um. Well, I guess we're kind of going on with the Lakers. We talk about a little bit about Lamelo Ball's professional hoops. <laughs> uh, well, it's taking a pause because the youngest Ball brothers returning to high school basketball and having being accepted to uh, what is it? Man, I can't. What? Spire Academy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was like. Called. Man, it's just slipped my mind for a second. The Spire Academy. Um, which I'd never really heard of until I, I, I seen the story and I kind of did a little bit of research on them mm-hmm. and it's, they put out some good players. I was like, yeah, sure. if you're going to, if you're, if you're going to play a sport, well, they don't have a football team, which kind of irked me a little bit, but they have basketball track and volleyball, soccer and, um, swimmings, like they're big things. And mm-hmm. so like, that's what they focus on. And he's playing with. They got a kid from Lithuania, seven seven, who's the second tallest basketball player in the world, and taller than any other NBA Jeez. player currently. And it's just wild because I saw a video of him. They'd uh, go do a tip ball. He doesn't even have to jump. Their facilities are massive. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I saw totally like their school. Like it's funny. I was seeing the map. Their school is this really tiny little square and then their facilities are 
just giant facilities. Either their basketball court, they're, they're, they have indoor basketball courts that has like eight NBA, um, eight NBA uh, regulation courts on it. Their indoor uh, volleyball court has like eight courts. Um, it's just insane. They're massive structures, and then their schools, like for the actual education parts, like kind of tiny. And I just think that's kind of funny. But I guess, like, if you're going in there, if you're going to that um, school, you're probably going for sports, not so yeah, much for probably. school anyway. I think it's funny because they're going through the curriculum, and they're like, one of them was the uh, was a class of her NCAA rules and guidelines. And I thought, I was like. <laughs> Dang. That's to have, funny. To have that in a high school class is kind of interesting. Well, yeah, because. Schools like that are just getting you ready for the NBA. Exactly. And it said, Bull just announced, or Ball just announced that he will enroll at Spire Institute in Geneva, Ohio, a school that is both state-of-the-art facilities and also used as training the U.S. Olympic team. So, uh, but he, this is, I was really confused. Like, how, how could this even be possible? Well, um, apparently, uh, according to Jake Winnington, Mello was never paid during his time as a pro over in so he never Aww. lost his eligibility, and apparently that makes it okay for okay. Ball to suit up starting November 13th. So this also – so that means he also has college eligibility because he never got paid yeah. for playing. And you know what? LeVar set that up 100%. Oh, yeah. Because you know he said, Dad, if I'm going to be over here, I want to be getting paid for it. And he said, no, 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 because you still want to have the option to go play in college. And I think that they're going to send him to UCLA. That's where they all, all played. They're going to send him to UCLA, and then they're going to try and get on the Lakers. He wants his son on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or his son's on the Lakers, and, I mean, they're not doing so hard, so we'll see. I don't <laughs> know. That's just like I, – I just saw that. I was like, man, I know we talked a lot about um, the, ball, the, the ball family and yeah. just uh, the different athletes and how they've been playing different – They've been playing overseas and like it was it Lithuania that they're playing playing yeah Lithuania yeah they were they're playing in the um, uh, his father's owned junior basketball association the JBA and stuff and it's just like yeah it's interesting but they have no future but basketball yeah so. I was like that's what I was kind of thinking I was like man that kind of that kind of sucks though I was like yeah that's I know from experience you're one injury away from the last game you'll ever play and yeah that's true. Then what? You got nothing to fall back on. So. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other tangent, but that's a reason why I'm like super like for athletes getting mm-hmm. at least to their junior year in college, and then like going back in the off season, just have something to fall back on. You know. Luckily for him, though, he does have something to fall back. He has his dad's company. Yeah. Worst comes to worst, he just works there or works in it and does stuff. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I just. <sighs> I think it's quite wild. I, I didn't even know they had, like, these schools that it's just, like, all sports. Yeah, for sure. Um, they they definitely do. And, of course, they learn. Mm. You know, of course, they, like, take classes and all that. But it's so focused on um, – Yeah, I was about to say, I was like uh, – I was like, man, because I know some teachers back in the day that would be like, um, the athletes – so they don't lose eligibility, have to have like 70 in a class. They would yeah. hadn't turned anything in that class and still had the 70 in the class. Yeah. You know, you kind of kind of think yeah, how much schools, of that is going on, you know? Yeah, certain schools definitely cater to the athletes. So. And I mean, when this is a school that completely caters towards athletes, kind of curious how that education. Yeah, what the level there is. Well, it's also funny, um, just like 
how going to school i was talking last week with some with some friends just like how going to school in texas is different from going to school like in the north and stuff yeah. like that and they're like your history teacher was the football coach yeah, well, here's the thing. In a lot of the north, the northern states, like my father's from Colorado, mm-hmm. and he played uh, football his entire life as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a period for football. Yeah, they don't. They don't have that there. That's not a thing. Like the coaches only coach. Like that's their only job. Yeah, and it's an after school thing. Yeah, or or or, but, or before. So basically, you're talking about like practice. Yeah, that's yeah. the only time. That they, other than, um, yeah, no, that's the only time that they see them was during practice. They don't have, like, a period to. I don't think that we did. We had, like, well, we had, there was, like, gym. But oh, in high school, saying. your gym, instead of, like, gym, like, athletes had, I had football period. Where I did, a, that's where we did a lot of our working out, going over okay. plates, no, film. no, no, okay, yeah, we had that, too. And then you would, um, ours was either... You had it, um, I think in seventh grade, it was like in the afternoon. It was like your last period of the day, and then you had practice mm-hmm. in the afternoon. And then eighth grade, it was like yeah, you my, had it in the mornings, and it was your first period of the day. And yeah. then high school, it, it was, was always, it was always in the afternoon. See, or I, in the morning. I had it in the mornings for most of my career in high school, which never made sense. I hated it. Get me up. Or I'll, I'd rather go work out before I go to practice like or even even then we get a longer practice stuff like that um which you can't really get in those other states like i believe us oklahoma and maybe kansas are the only states that kind of do that hence why you know texas is such a powerhouse for football i want to say but um we definitely do put a lot more time on that so and uh speaking of texas football we got the most important news. Them Tarleton Texans. The boy. undefeated Tarleton Texans. We won 59 to 3. three. <laughs> so, me and my friends, I went with Emily actually. Emily mm-hmm. and uh, one of her roommates and Nick. And um, we stayed for the first half of the game. And at halftime, the score was 38 to nothing. I was about to say, I, was like, I remember sitting down because um, I just got back and I sat down. I hear, I just hear the cannon go off. And then I hear it. A little bit later. A little bit later. I'm like, all right. <laughs> You're like, okay. Oh, you already know what's going on. So that means that leaves us with one more game, and it is home as well. Correct? Yep, it's home. And it's going to be against Western New Mexico State. Yes. Which... So winning this game, either way, either way will be conference champs. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't looked at any other of the teams in our conference, but what I think the issue is um, maybe one other team in our conference has one loss. So if we lose, we're co-conference champs. But if we win, we're conference champs. Mm-hmm. Um, Western New Mexico is zero and nine. So I'm not. I'm not saying anything. See, and that, that but I think it's going to be a good week for Tulsa football. The only issue is they need to keep their head on straight because oh, yeah. as soon as you start thinking, oh, you know, they've never won a game. That's what. You're well, no, I mean this team from Missouri, like they were pretty bad too, yeah. honestly. Oh and yeah, they, they had no defense and no offense. And so I think um, I think the good thing about our boys this year is they're not getting big heads, mm-hmm. and they're kind of just like, we want to score. So they're just going to keep scoring and scoring and scoring until game over. I hope so, because so. my senior year of high school, um, my very final game, we were playing against Montgomery. And uh, Montgomery was, um, well, they were second seed in our district. They were going, and they were already going. And it was just fun because... They weren't expecting us because we had won one or two games that entire season. That we they weren't expecting us to come out of the gate and hit them in the mouth right away. Yeah, and we 
ended up Did beating it. them in overtime. This zero or we were a two and eight school just beat a uh, beat a nine and one school <laughs> right wow. before they went to playoffs. So they can it can happen. I just hope they you know keep it straight, keep it down, keep it keep hitting them, keep running, keep doing it, man, keep fighting. Or at least for the first half, have all the first strength in until it makes such a large lead that they can kind of rest. Because, you know, you don't want to wear them out right before uh, postseason. But, you exactly, know. exactly. And postseason, also with clinching the championship, um, we're guaranteed like two, two home, home games. games. Yeah. And then if we have one more in the region, we're number two in our region. So if they lose, we'll get three games. Yeah. Home, so Which will give us an amazing advantage. And hopefully our stadium would be done by then yeah i think (laughs) no um i think i mean i think they're gonna try though but um yeah i'm thinking it's looking pretty good for thompson football um we're looking pretty good for bowls a bowl game and then playoffs no i know we got a bowl game there's no way we don't have a bowl game right now yeah so playoffs are looking pretty good too um volleyball they lost. They oh, they, they did lose a game. And then uh, did um, a basketball season start up? Basketball like, started as well. Um, and I believe the men won both the games that they played that awesome. day. Yeah. Um, I think the women did as well. And the, there's a volleyball tournament for the conference. We're conference champs, so I don't. Mm-hmm. There's a tournament uh, tomorrow. I'll be there, so I guess I'll report back next week on how that went. Um, but yeah, Tarleton Sports is looking pretty good right now. So yeah, I'll be. I think I'll be working the uh, volleyball games next week too, or the week after next. One of those. So I'll be able to stay in touch with that and stay tuned with that. So that means next episode we're going to either know if we are undefeated champions or co-conference champs. Which, like I said, we don't want to jinx anything, yeah. but things are looking good. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, like they got a ring. That's <laughs> that's yeah. what matters. Yeah. We've got another wing, ring. That makes me happy. Yep. But, um. Because I, I remember I was like on campus and they were doing a tour and someone was like, hey, uh, and this is this year. Like, hey, uh, what about the football team? Is that any good? And the, and the tour guide was like, um, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I got a ring for this school. Yeah. But also, like, that was before I even started. So, you know. No, I'm just like thing like. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't tell everybody. This is my tenth year in college, my thirty second semester. <laughs> but how off are you? Like by a couple semesters. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways, we'll keep you guys updated on all things Tarleton sports and um, just all things music news in general. Uh, That's right. So make for... sure to check in on next episode of Wave, Wave of the, the Planet. Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.